born in truth. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I'm humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I am mature in the Lord. I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. 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 And once you have your Bibles, please turn to 1 Peter 1, 18 through 21. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you right now, humbly as I know how. Lord God, I'm going to sit down and you stand up in me, Lord God. Speak through me, Lord God. Set the table properly for your people, Lord God. And we'll be so careful to give you all the praise and all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. First Peter 18. First Peter chapter 1, 18, I'm sorry. Amen. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold, from your aimless conduct, received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith, and hope are in God. Amen? Amen. And I'm going to be coming to you from the title, Heaven Bound, A Life's Journey. Heaven Bound, A Life's Journey. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. When I saw this on um, my phone, I said, wow, whoever did this, thank you. That is exactly how I feel, going step by step. And I want to show you that life is a journey, step by step. You know, as we go on a journey, my daughter and I, we went to Virginia, like I said, and when we pulled out her driveway, she set up that GPS thing, you know. She can just whip it up. And she put in my sister's address, and the little lady said, turn left. She began to talk. And I said, well, you know you got to turn left because that's the only way to get out the driveway. She said, Mama, let the lady talk. Okay, all right, I'm going to be nice. But as we began to um, proceed to Virginia, I just saw all kind of things on our journey. And I said, you know, some things we take for granted. We don't think about. So on God's journey, some things we take for granted. We don't think about. So y'all ready to take a driving test, a, a driving lesson? 
because we need to think about some stuff because my aim is heaven. And I don't want to get off that step. Do you? Okay. Y'all know me. If you don't know me, <laughs> you're going to learn me today. Hallelujah. The first thing you need to do is you need to get a root. Or as northern people say, a route. Root, route. I'm Alabama. Root. And hopefully yours is not Route 66. And in case you don't know, God says, for I know the plans that I have for you. He declares that. He says plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. So the first thing you need to do is get set on your route. We all have one. Mine may be a, diff a little different from yours. It's okay. We all can everybody see that? Caution. Construction zone. Enter at your own risk. That messed some of us up. We decide that, okay, uh, since I'm going at my own risk, I'm going to do this thing my way. I ain't going to even ask for directions. I'm just going the way I want to go. And then if it works out, I did it my way. If it don't work out, then I pray. He said, no, 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 that ain't the way to do it. He said, because this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you a detour. Now it's up to you to take it. What's the detour? He says, I'm going to give you a way out. Every time you fall into these cautions, I'm going to give you a way out. Every time you fall into sin, it's facing you. I'm going to give you a way out. All you got to look for is my detour sign. said in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, no temptation. No temptation has overtaken you. But such as is common to man and God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will provide you the escape. Also, he said, if you think you didn't escape it, I'm going to give you the strength to endure it. So even if you get trapped, I'm still with you. And I'm going to help you get through it. But all you got to do is go through the detour sign in the beginning. And you don't have to hit this. But that's okay. We're hard-headed. We hard headed. I'm gonna show you how hard headed we are. He gives us this sign very often. Do not enter. Don't go there. You're not ready. You're not prepared. Don't do it. Stop. Don't do it. But we think we can. And we go on in into anyway. But he said, I still won't leave you nor forsake you. I'm still with you, even though you went in there. Some of us, we're going real good. We're doing real good. And then it happens. 
the difference between, you know, this is funny. The difference between this symbol and this symbol is a U-turn is something that you purposely do. Premeditated murder. You plan to do that. That's not something just happens. We see this sign all the time. Do not U-turn. I see more people U-turning than the real will lie. But there's something that you plan to do. That's a heavy weight on God. He tell you everything not to do, but this one, you sit down and you plan it. You cross all the T's, you dot all the I's, you're going to make this U-turn. And where is it going to lead you? Back where you came from. Why would you want to go back? Through some stuff that you came forward through. Some of you don't even turn on your blinker. You just turn. You don't let nobody know that this is what you finna do. If you turn on your blinker, maybe I can stop you, Brother Latham. Uh, no, you can't. Don't do it, brother. You just. But he said, even in that, even in that, I'm with you. Even in that, all I ask is that you repent and come back to me. And turn that thing back on the journey I gave you. Even in that. So y'all, we got to stop you turning. We got to stop you turning. Then, this, is, this one took me because, I, you know, I passed the driving test for real, I did, y'all. But this one messed with me. Because, okay, I'm going to yield, right? So that means I'm going to let you pass me, right? Ain't that way it go? Why? If I got that first. I don't understand that one. If I get that first, but I got to wait until you decide to pass me. That's the way we yield. Well, God says in Hebrews 13, 5, he says, let your conduct. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let your conduct on this journey. Sometimes you got to yield and let some people pass you. And you got to do it with a smile. Be holy. Don't frown. You know, people tell me all the time, my eyes tell the truth. Oh, I have to put my shades on sometimes with this yield thing. Because it's a hard thing to do. You know, it's a hard thing to do. But sometimes you have to yield and just let it go. Just let it pass. Just let it go. Amen. Y'all help me with that one here? Okay. Now this one. Don't throw that at me. I will call security. 
every now and then he wants you to stop. Right in your tracks. Stop. Now, let me tell you a story about stopping. We were on the highway in traffic. My daughter, I love her to death, but she's a speed. Mm-mm. She said, you're going to get there and if it's going to take you 14 hours, we're going to get there in 10. <laughs> so we come to a stop. Traffic has stopped completely, which blew her mind. Messed up her whole demeanor because now she's off track. Stop. So we stop, and I mean the cars are lined up, and there's accident in front of us. We can't see it, of course. Then we see the police go, we see the fire trucks go, we see the helicopter come, we see all this stuff is going towards accident, but we can't move. We have been stopped. Sometime in life you don't see why he stopped you. All he said is stop. So as we're sitting there, people began to get out their cars. One little couple got out and they got the baby, walking the baby. Some people had to go to the bushes, you know. Uh, <clears throat> praise God they had bushes. Uh, one uh, little teenager was playing volleyball. I mean, this is how long we had stopped, okay? But the opportunity was there to talk to folks. My daughter jumps out. She's talking to the man over there. And, you know, I'm talking to the lady next door. and da, 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 da. So that let me know, even though you are stopped, that does not mean stop working. You still can minister. You still can talk to folks. You still can call folks. You still can do stuff, even though he has you in a stop position. So a lot of stuff, we might as well have cookies and cake and everything going on. We were there for two and a half hours. It was a bad accident. But the first thing was everybody got upset. And we do God the same way. Why have you stopped me? Why have you put me in this position? I can't move to the front, to the back. I can't go to the left, to the right. You got me stopped, and I want to know why. He ain't got to tell you why. Because he see what's ahead of you. But guess what? Even in this, guess what some people did? They made a U-turn in the grass and went back. <laughs> Do you know the dangers in that? The cars are going this way, you're making a U-turn, you're riding down the road that the cars are facing this way, you don't know what you're going to come in contact with, you don't know what's going on, and you got the audacity to make a U-turn. When he told you what? That's all you had to do is sit there and wait. How about that? I said, well, hmm, 
this came to my mind. Be still and know that I am God. Stop. Be still and know I got you. Stop. Be still and know this is the best for you. Stop. Don't move a muscle until I tell you to. I'm working some stuff out. Stop. I didn't ask you for your advice. I didn't ask you for your help. All I want you to do is stop. Sometimes he stops just because you ain't spend enough time with him. Just give you a little opportunity to spend some time with him. Sometimes he stops you because you're going too fast. You're going past the speed limit. Sometimes he stops you because you're finna run out of gas. He stops you for a reason. It's not a punishment. So now we all know the journey, and we know all of our um, areas. Sir, sir. I ain't gonna hurt you. Pastor ain't gonna let me hurt you. You said, why you ain't tell me I was coming up here? I'm sorry. Because you would have said no. And if you had told me no, I would have been real upset before I preached, you know, the whole nine yards. Just put that on for me right there. Mm -hmm. Can you get it? I'm sorry, it's purple. I could have did blue, huh? I'm sorry. I like purple. How does that feel? Huh? Good. It feel good? You think you complete a journey with that on? You could, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Some of us we're on our journey, and this is the way God wants us to go. Just like that. He said he feel good. But we decide to pick up some stuff on the way. Yeah, we picked that up. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. We pick up fear. You have to look grief sometimes. Unforgiveness. Mm. Lack of trust. We don't trust God. How you feel? Little heavy? Okay. <laughs> what else we pick up? Let's see here. Let me see here. I got a lot of stuff on here we be picking up. You feeling all right? Okay. I started to do rocks. <laughs> Jealousy. Anybody jealous? Bad company.
Aren't you glad I didn't do rocks? <laughs> now, you feel a little better? You're going to be a little slow on your journey, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But guess what? My bag is empty. I don't have none of that stuff on me. So what you think you need to do? Relieve some stuff. Amen. Y'all give him a hand. Thank you very much, sir. We wonder sometimes why our journey is so hard. I, I just can't make it. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I started out, and now I'm barely making it. It's because you got too much stuff on you. He said, no, 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 no. My burdens, he said, give these burdens to me. I'll make it light for you. It's a difference between having this one and having this one. I mean, which way you want to go with this? He said, let me take care of this him. And you take this one. And all I want you to have in your bag is my word. That's it. Lead us alone. Take this stuff back. Give it to me. And then leave it there. Don't make a U-turn and come back and get it. <laughs> you know, God is good. Jesus did not leave us without an example. He had the biggest journey ever. But what he was looking at was not heaven. He was looking at Calvary. And all the things that he went through, he was looking at Calvary. And he still continued to go through them. He showed us the way. Now, we have gotten spoiled. How I know that? Because Jesus traveled with sandals on. 1,076 days and nights in his 33 years. He walked, not by boat, walked over 3,125 miles. About 20 miles a day. And then there's still some lost miles that we don't even know about. How many of you can go 10 miles without huffing and puffing? One mile, one mile, mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, he kept going, he kept going, he kept going, because he had Calvary in his sight. He knew his job. He knew where he was going. He knew what he had to do. So he had to keep on. He had to keep on. And he never said, you know, I'm out of gas. I need my oil changed. I need a new vehicle. This one ain't got a little hand. He kept going on his feet, on his feet. And he, when he saw a stop sign, it was to raise the dead or to heal the sick. He kept going. He kept going. And when, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody wonder why he went to Gethsemane to pray by himself. Sometimes you got to do some stuff by yourself. 
Them people that started with you may not finish with you. It's okay. It's all right. Leave them and keep going. And don't make a U-turn and come back and get them. I, I stay on that U-turn because we do a lot of that. You know, I never saw him having people tugging at his gown like this here where he couldn't walk. But we have people tugging on us. We have friends. We have family. They're just tugging on us, and we're trying to make it. We're trying to make it. And we don't have the sense enough to say, it's not part of my journey. This is not part of my journey. You got your journey. I got mine. I'll assist you to get on your journey, but you can't pull them with you. They got to stand alone because we all got our own journey. But we seem to want to pull everybody and help everybody. Now, I'm not saying don't help people. But once they get on their journey, I'll meet you in heaven. You got to let it go. Jesus said he's coming back. How many of us going to be dragging stuff with us and people with us and say, well, the reason I ain't make it, see, see, what had happened was, the reason I ain't make it is because, uh, you know, Bobo had to, had, had to be, uh, I had to help Bobo, and, 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 and so I just got off for a minute, but now I'm back. That's not going to work. Bobo got to get on his own journey. Bobo got to help himself. All right? Our eyes should be on heaven. Sometimes it gets dark. You got to look to heaven. Sometimes you get tired. You got to look at heaven. When things seem unfair, you got to look at heaven. When your body feels sick and you think you can't make it one more day, you got to look at heaven. When you're feeling alone and lonely, you got to look at heaven. When people around you appear to be moving faster than you moving, you got to look at heaven. When doors are closed in your face, you got to look at heaven. When people talking about you behind your back, you got to look at heaven. When 10 cents don't make it, you got to look at heaven. When you think that God ain't listening to your prayers, you got to look at heaven. All these times, you got to keep your eye on where you're going. You got to be heaven bound. Because if you don't, these little things will upset you so bad you'll sit still. You got to keep moving. Jesus kept walking. He kept walking. He kept walking because he knew he had to get to Calvary for us. For us. Now, God said, I want you to have stuff. I want you to have the best of the best. You're my children. He said, but you got to line up with what I want you to do, and you can get those things. He said, first, think about me. And some of these heavenly prizes, you will enjoy it down here. But once you get off of the journey and make that U-turn and yield to people you're not supposed to, that's when you mess up. But he said, that's okay. He said, get back up there. Repent. Tell me you're sorry. And come on, because I ain't forgot about you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. 
But you got to keep your eye on the prize, and that's heaven. You got to stay on heaven. You know, we keep, we keep talking about all that's happening in the world. So, heaven. Heaven. But look at the news. Heaven. Heaven. You got to keep your eye on heaven. That's your goal. That's what you headed to. Heaven. Don't let nobody do this. And if you follow these road signs, it'll make it easier for you. You're not sure what a road sign is? Pick up the Bible. Pick up the Bible. It'll show you every curve, every crook, everything you want to. As I was going down the road, you know, one of the things I noticed is when you're on the freeway, stuff is you can't see nothing. It be going so fast. So some of you moving so fast you can't see what's going on around you. You just but then when we got into the city and we came to a red light, don't you got to see the glory. So sometimes you need to just stop yourself so you can see his glory. You need to see, because he got something set up for you that's so wonderful, that's so magnificent, that men have tried to write about it. But, you know, I don't even look at that stuff they're writing about, because if God made it, we can't even consider the magnificence of the awesomeness of what he has shed up for us. You know, our little minds can't even, you know, I tell people all the time, they say, oh, but I'm going to get me this, and I'm going to get this. I say, ain't nothing like heaven, though. Ain't nothing like heaven. A new body, a new mind, a new spirit. Hey, my mind is on heaven. So I got to stay on this journey. And I don't care what you see me looking like. I'm on the journey. I tell my children all the time, they, they, they laugh at me about all the jobs. You know, they say I'm Jamaican, I don't know. But I told them. I said, if you see me on this street, digging a hole, I'm going to have my earrings on and my makeup on. Be digging my hole. I said, just stop down and say, Mama, you need some water. Don't stop me because I got a journey I'm on. Just say, you need some water and then keep going because I'm working towards something. Y'all got to start working towards something, you know. When I pass you by and I see you sweating, I'm going to say, hey, can I help you? I'm giving you some water. That's it. Because you're working towards your own goal. Don't stop people when they're when they busy. Because they're on their journey. They're on their journey. And they're looking about heaven. They're looking about heaven. Some people may go faster than others. That's okay. Heaven. Heaven. So I got my route. And it ain't 66. It's seven. The number of completion. Because when I get there, it will be complete. I will be done. My race will be won. God's going to say, come on up a little higher, my daughter. Because you stayed on the journey. You did what I asked you to do. You didn't make no U-turn. And if you did, you came back around and did what I said do. 
So let me tell you something. You better start listening and start looking at your street signs because one of these moments won't be long. You're going to look for me and I'm going to be gone. But don't worry about me because I'm going to be heaven bound. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's where my heart is. That's where my mind is. That's where my soul is. And that's where my Jesus is. So, you know, don't worry about me working hard. Don't worry about what I'm doing. You need to be worried about you. You need to be paying attention to your own journey. You ready? You ready to go? I have some appeals. Now, somebody wants to get on that journey. Somebody's not on the right journey. So I'm asking if there's anyone here or watching live and you're ready to get started on your journey. You want to meet the man that's, that's right there with you, that will never leave you, never forsake you. If you're in the sanctuary, raise your hand. If you're at home, call our number. Because we want you to be on the right journey. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you need prayer this morning, because you made a U-turn, or you, you kept going when he said stop, and you want to get right with him and get back on that journey. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's bow our heads right now. The Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we adore you this morning, Lord God. We love you this morning, Lord God. And we ask right now, Lord God, to forgive us. Forgive us, Lord God, for not looking at the road signs. Right now, we're ready, Lord God. We're excited. We're enthusiastic about being on this journey with you, Lord God. So we ask that you direct our paths, Lord God. Light it up, Lord God, so bright that we won't make a mistake again, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, touch each and every heart right now and every mind, Lord God, so they'll know that, Lord God, all they got to do is repent. You're waiting on them, Lord God, to lead them to that journey. We're all heaven-bound, Lord God, and we just want to seek your face. We want to hear your voice, Lord God, telling us which direction to go in, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We love you, God. We adore you, Lord God. We just lift you up this morning. And we just ask right now, Lord God, that you steer us in the right direction. And we'll be so careful to give you the honor and you the praise. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we say amen.